In today's episode, we will begin our new series for the month of June discussing ways to provide safe environments for our youth. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. Did you know I was a published author? Yes, Your Granny Forever is published. The title of the book is Love's Celebration, and it is a book of 30 days of poetic affirmations you can use to be mindful of how great you were created. There is also a Love's Celebration workbook that support you with prompts asking questions for you to consider as you are on your journey of loving and respecting yourself more. You can find these items on my link tree. I'll be sure to leave the link for you in the show notes and on the blog so you can get your copy today. I'm also an upcoming author on an anthology which is scheduled to publish in early August this year. I will keep you posted on the interview date which is set for June 16th so you can drop in and join the conversation. And now, to the show. Last week's episode was the conclusion of the Recognition of Foster Care and Teen Pregnancy Prevention Awareness in America and how the dynamics of each affect abused children. And we ended with my personal experience as an abused child and the effects teen pregnancy prevention had on me. So if you missed that episode, the link will be in the show notes. This week's focus is about a new series as we express providing a safe environment for our youth. Before going into how to do that, we must first identify what is considered unsafe, which is happening right now in part one of the new series. Increased attention has been focused on children who may be affected by violence in the home, either as victims or as witnesses to domestic violence. The term domestic violence includes intimate partner violence, intra-family violence, and domestic assault committed against an individual by someone with whom the victim has had an intimate relationship. These are terms that will be discussed in more detail in another series later in the year. Research shows that even when children are not direct targets of violence in the home, they can be harmed by witnessing its occurrence. The witnessing of domestic violence can be auditory, visual, or inferred, including cases in which the child perceives the aftermath of violence, such as physical injuries to family members or damage to property. According to a 1999 publication by Sector and Edelson, children who witness domestic violence can suffer severe emotional and developmental difficulties that are similar to those of children who are direct victims of abuse. The legal system has recognized the need to protect and care for these children. Approximately 24 states and Puerto Rico currently address in statute the issue of children who witness domestic violence in their homes. If you care to know the circumstances that constitute a child witnessing domestic violence and the legal consequences, I'll leave a link for you in the show notes and on the blog so you can have access to the information from the Children's Bureau. I will also leave a link guiding you to information how individual states 
recognize, constitute, and regulate consequences for the act of children witnessing abuse. Witnessing intimate partner violence, known as domestic violence, is only one way considered as an unsafe environment for children. Other threats posed are physical abuse to intentionally harm the child's body or mind, neglecting the child by failing to give them what he or she needs, failure to supply enough food or appropriate medical care, failure to keep firearms out of reach, use of illegal drugs by members of the child's household, domestic violence to the child or another household member, and sexual contact with the child. If you believe a child, whether yours or not, are experiencing any of these threats of safety, I'll leave a link in the show notes and on the blog guiding you on things you can do to ensure their safety. Hopefully, I have said something in this very brief episode to help you be mindful of some things we are facing with our children in America. More on what you can do to provide a safe environment for our youth coming in the next episode. You are a great asset in this world, and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let us know in the voice message on the Anchor app or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. We would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. If you are a concerned citizen and would like to know more about what's going on and how to support our youth, follow the links in the show notes or on the blog as your guide. Feel free to email me at proactiveeye at gmail.com with comments, questions, or concerns you would like addressed concerning our youth. This concludes part one of our new series, Providing a Safe Environment for Our Youth. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with us and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit our blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with us on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye. And also on Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit us again. And remember, Healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. Stay tuned next week for part two, discussing things we can actually do to provide a safe environment for our youth.